Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, March the 2nd. Today, we're going to talk about last night's victory. You know, the Sixers had what I call a confidence-boosting win. And what I mean by that is they won 130-114. to It was a game where mostly everyone played great. It was a game against a team that's, yeah, I know they're struggling a little bit. Last night was Indiana's fourth loss, but it's a team that's regarded as a competitive team in the Eastern Conference. You know, you look at it, Shake Milton had 26 points off the bench, came high. Furkan Korkmaz added 19. The Sixers starters, they all sat out the fourth quarter. You know, coming off of the loss that they had, an inexcusable loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers on Saturday, this was pretty good, a pretty good one. So I want to break down this loss in the first two segments. In the third segment, I want to talk about Lloyd Pierce. You know, Lloyd Pierce was let go by the Atlanta Hawks yesterday on Monday, and it was uh, it was a, it's. You know, it's kind of hard to, to say, okay, we're going to justify getting rid of him. Now, I know he took over a rebuilding situation. Typically, coaches who get hired on a rebuild get fired when the team is ready to produce, right? Start the wins. But I think it's hard to judge him on his record when he has so many injuries this year. Secondly, he means more than just basketball to that community of Atlanta. Lloyd is a social activist. He's very much involved. And uh, maybe this is coincidental. Maybe. But, man, you're going to fire a black coach the day after Black History Month? It's like you didn't want to fire him before you wanted to wait until the next day to fire him? Man, even if it's not real, that's how people are going to perceive it. Seriously. That's how people feel it, where they already are. It's crazy. And it's a shocker that he was let go. Now, again, his team had a lot of injuries. So we're going to talk about those three things today in this podcast. But I just want to let you guys know that this is the only podcast that covers the 76ers that comes to you five days a week, right? Five days a week. Secondly, in addition to being a host of this podcast, you can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer, in the Philadelphia Daily News, and you can <clears throat> you can subscribe to, I mean, not subscribe, but you can go to Inquirer.com and you can read my stuff. And also, take your, take your time and follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. The same thing for Twitter. Pompey on Sixers. Well, you know, this was a great win for the Sixers. Like I said, confidence boost. You know, it's one of those things you look at it and you say to yourself, like, man, <clears throat> you know, or heading in, what is Joel Embiid going to do? You know, what is uh, Ben Simmons going to do? What about the starters? Oh, man, they don't have Tobias Harris. You know, Joel Embiid finished with 24 points. He had 13 rebounds. He had five assists, a block. 
You know, Ben Simmons has 18 points on 7 of 11 shooting. He had six, six rebounds. He had two assists, two steals, right? You know, the other starters, you know, Seth Curry had a okay shooting performance. I mean, he, he had seven points on three for six shooting, one for three on threes, right? He had a steal at one turnover. Danny Green had three points. He had one steal, one block. He was one for five shooting, right? And then Mike Scott came in. And Mike Scott started in place of Tobias Harris. You know, Mike Scott was had 11 points. He had four steals, right? Four steals. He was four for four shooting. Three for three on threes, right? Now, he did have two turnovers, but come on. He played well. But the Sixers bench, the Sixers bench uh, was phenomenal. I mean, this game they were. You know, and the Sixers bench has been a, a, a has really struggled mightily this year. But no, not today. I mean, you look at it and you see where Shake Milton had 26 points on nine for 14 shooting. He was three for five on threes, right? You see where Furkan Korkmaz has uh, 19 points. He was six for 14 shooting. Six for 13 on threes, right? You know, Matisse had four points, right? Um, Maxie had four points. Tony Bradley had four. Uh, Terrence Ferguson had some burn. He got four. Now, the things are so bad that, not bad, but out lopsided to where the Sixers basically emptied their bench. I mean, everyone who was healthy got to play. <laughs> Everyone who was healthy and active got put to play. Now, Tobias Harris didn't play. The hope is that he'll return tomorrow for tomorrow's game um, against the Indy, uh, the Utah Jazz. So that's the hope, right? But when you look at when you look at what the bench did, you know, in particular, um, in particular, shake. And and uh, and Furcon, right? You know, you, you you go like this. You say to yourself, like Shake Milton. He scored fifteen of his twenty six points in the first half alone, and he shot six for ten from the field over the first twenty four minutes. It was it was this was the fourth time that he scored fifteen plus points in the first half. And the team is 4-0 in those contests. That's huge. His 19 games and double figures off the bench are the most on the team and tied for the ninth most in the NBA. He also has three 20-point games as a reserve this season. The only Sixers with such performances in a single season since 2015 are Korkmaz. He did that five times last year. Marco Bellinelli, four times in the 2017-18 season, and Dario Sarge, four in 2016-7, right? That's crazy. So Milton's average of 13.5 points off the bench is, is, is eighth in the NBA among players who have played at least 10 games as a reserve this season. That's crazy. 
Now, Korpmaz made six of his career high of 13 three-point attempts, right? It was the fourth time in his career that he made at least six threes, finishing one shy of his career high seven. He set that back on February 7, 2020 versus the Grizzlies. Now, the Sixers are 4-0 when Korkmaz makes at least six threes. So I guess the Sixers want him to keep shooting. You know, now this was the fifth double-figure scoring game off the bench. It was his fifth double-scoring game off the bench. Third most on a team behind Milton's 18 and Tyrese Maxey's three, right? So, I mean, these two guys were, I don't want to call them the heroes, but they were the heroes. They were the heroes. And their bench, I mean, when you look at it, Sixers bench scored 67 points. 67. I mean, when's the last time we said something like that? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> the Sixers bench scored 67 points, which is impressive. Extremely impressive. You know what else is impressive, though, y'all? What else is impressive to me? The thing that I really deem impressive is Theragun. You know, with Theragun, it's one of the things that you don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me, just trying to make it through the day, tension three, Theragun can help. Theragun is a handheld progressive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension. You, using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's a quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gene Thor Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension. Using Theragun's signature percussion therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gene 4. Right? So try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gene 4 Theragun today. That's theracon.com slash locked on. Theracon.com slash locked on. That's T H E R A G O N dot com slash locked on. Now, you know, something about Rock Auto, right? You know, Rock Auto is a place that you need to go check out, y'all. I'm telling you. Why? Because it has amazing selections, reliably low um, prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, another thing about this game that really impressed me, right, was that you look at how Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are playing. They both look like all-stars. 
And then when Tobias Harris comes into the mix, this team's going to look better. You know, this win was good because the bench showed depth. Now, I got to see more consistency with that, right? More. I got to see more of that. But it was a start. But I have to say, for people who said that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid couldn't exist, and we always say it's just a matter of who you have around them. I know I've been saying that for years. It's true. It's just a matter of who they have around these two. Because I'm here to tell you, looking at these guys last night, they were flawless. A team, a a combo, the chemistry was popping. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what it is with the Sixers. It's like a good chemistry team. You know, Doc Rivers said something last night, and he was right. I mean, Jack McCaffrey, a great reporter, longtime reporter. I mean, he asked Doc about that. That's something that you got to be careful of. Like when you make a trade, you're looking for a trade, the chemistry that this team has. And Doc, you know, kind of say, yeah. But it's one of those things, and I'm just paraphrasing right now. It's one of those things that you weigh, like, you know, when you are you conscious of that, when, when you're making a trade of the chemistry that this team has, or do you bring in a player um, who, like, is that good that he can, that you just want to fit him in? Like, for instance, to give an example, just say, like, okay, James Harden, you know that he's one of the best players in the league. You know that his presence alone is going to make you a much better team. You know that. So even though you may have chemistry already, you're going to bring him in there you could be, because he's just going to make you better. But if there's a player who's a good player, but – you don't know how he's going to mess with the team, well, then that's a guy you probably won't consider bringing in because it's like he's good, but if he messes up the chemistry, it's not going to make it better. Like his play is good, but it's not great enough to say, okay, we're just going to throw him in there. You know, James Harden, just having him on the roster would have made the Sixers a, a much better team, a more elite team. So that's what you have. But I'm telling you, this team really gets along. I mean, that's one thing that I think is undersold a little bit. I mean, let's let's think about in the past where it was just a mess. Guys didn't get along. There was always pouting. Um, You know, it was lack of accountability, what have you. It was just bad. And you look at this year and you go – the highlight for me is when the opposing team is being introduced. And when Dwight Howard goes to the scorer's table and he goes out and gets the ball and, you know, he's like basically um, playing catch and, and, and the whole nine and, and um, not catch, but then they start doing dribbling competitions. To me, that's the highlight. Before, I used to always go to different cities and I would love looking at the team's intros. Take videos of it, put it on Twitter, say to the fans, do you guys like this or no? Right? Nah, not anymore. I don't do that. I'm too busy watching the dribbling competition that's going on, the little things. You know, and, and the thing that Dwight Howard does it with, he does it with the low-minute guys, too. He keeps them involved, you know? 
So when when you see stuff like that, you're saying to yourself, like, okay, this guy gets it. He really gets it. You know, he really does. And it's one of those things where, you know, hey, man, it, it's, it's one of those things where I basically am like, hmm, I like it. I like what I see. I mean, it's different than before. Now, there was times early on when the team was struggling, like young guys, great guys. You know, stuff was, they were getting along and had a great time. But this is a team where you have all-stars. You got guys wanting to do this. Guys want to become all-stars. And they all like each other. You know, they all like each other. You know, and, and that's great. And you, you know what? You got to give credit to Doc Rivers. You have to give credit to Dwight Howard. You have to give credit to Danny Green. You also got to give credit to Ben Simmons and Joel. Yeah. Let me tell y'all something. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The fastest and easiest, right? So football might be over, but NBA college NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updates and props on almost anything you can imagine. Now, the thing about it is, I'm not really a gambler. But I'm going to tell you this. BetOnline is the only place that has you covered and one place we trust. BetOnline AJ. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnlineAZ and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Now, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at, right? You can also um, follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers and on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. You can also read my stuff on Enquire.com. Do it today. Now, I talked about this a little bit earlier about Lloyd Pierce. Yeah, I think it's kind of sad that he was fired. I mean, here's the thing. When Lloyd took over, Lloyd was an assistant coach here with the Sixers, defensive assistant. I mean, to this day, I think he was the best defensive assistant they had. Now, you can argue that Dan Burke is a Dan Burke is a great guy too. I mean, he has that reputation. He's been around longer than Lloyd. He also has better players than Lloyd had at that time. You know, Lloyd had guys who, you know, were young and this and that and um, or they just weren't defensive-minded, right? And he took over that Hawks job in 2018 after the Sixers lost in the second round of the playoffs to the Boston Celtics, right? And it was one of those things where you knew that they liked him because of how the 76ers did and how they went through their rebuild. They saw how when Brett when Brett was here and Lloyd was here with Brett, you know they went from a team that was bringing in players and and uh, you know 
having them just like try, you know, like I said, it was it was crazy. They had so many different players, so many fringe players. But then at the same time, they kind of weeded out who was going to stay and who was going to go. They were developing players. The whole nine, they saw what the Sixers did, and they wanted to do the same thing. So then they fast forward to this year. They go out in free agency, and they bring in a lot of guys. They make trades for a lot of guys. But the thing that struck me when we went to Atlanta earlier this year, I went there to cover the Sixers game. And I'm looking at their record, and I'm saying to myself, man, they're starting to, like, you know, they're okay, but they should be better. Then I realized none of the dudes before that game had that they acquired in the offseason via trades or whatever played, either, you know, because of injuries. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So you look at it and you're saying, well, man, like, you mean to tell me, like, all the reinforcement they got, they have yet to play. And I believe one of them was going to play that night. But none of them played beforehand. So you say to yourself, like, did Lloyd get a real good chance? Huh? Did he? And then the thing about Lloyd is, as a young coach, he went out there and was heavily involved in voting and speaking out against social injustices, everything. He was a part of that community. I mean, he was part of the nation, like black America, all Americans, opened people's eyes up to what was going on. He didn't get a chance. I mean, a record is a record. Yes, he had a losing record. Yes, the team lost 10 out of 15 games. But he didn't get a chance. And what I mean by that is, how are you going to win games when the product that you're putting on the floor is banged up, injured, and hasn't played? But you expect me to win games like that. And the fact that he got let go the day after... <laughs> Black History Month was over. It's kind of weird, too. I mean, it seems like, did you want to fire him before? But you didn't want to fire him because it was Black History Month? I mean, there's a lot of questions. It's a bad look for the Hawks. It is. A bad look for the Hawks. Man. Man. You know, I wish Lloyd a lot of uh, luck. I think he'll bounce back. And, you know, he he's someone that's a, one of the good guys in the league. A great coach. I want to thank y'all for listening. I really do. I want y'all to have a great day. A blessed day. And just, you know, do whatever you can. Peace.